Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Real Housewives of Orange County Bravo Blogs, read to you by me, Eric, from YourRealityRecaps.com. Now, for those of you that don't know, I'm reading the actual Bravo blogs written by the ladies each week on the Bravo website. I'm just doing it for you here in audio form, because sometimes we all can't get to the website in time and read it, and there's all those ads. And hey, I also like to interject my thoughts while I'm reading to you guys, because I don't read them ahead of time, and then we get to experience it all together. And if you're listening to this on our website, yourrealityrecaps.com slash bravo, make sure you comment in the section below this audio file and let me know what you think of what I'm saying or what the Bravo ladies are saying each week, because I love hearing from all of you and interacting with you. Now, you should also know that you can get these audio vlog blog readings to go in iTunes or Stitcher. And if you're getting it in iTunes or Stitcher, make sure you leave us a nice review and a five-star rating. It really helps support our shows. Of course, some other ways to help support us is using the Amazon.com ad on the homepage of our website in the sidebar. You just click it to start any of your online shopping. You guys don't pay any more, and we get a little bit back. Of course, you could also make a donation directly through PayPal. That's in the sidebar as well. Or what we are most excited about is our patron campaign, where you guys get access to exclusive content, uh, prize giveaways, swag, special forums, so much more exclusive only to our patron members. So if that sounds like something you guys are interested in, you can check out it in the sidebar on our homepage, yourrealityrecaps.com. It's basically just a way to support us monthly uh, with any amount that you guys want and you can cancel anytime. It's super quick, easy, and fun. But not as fun as following us on all of our social media websites. We're on all of them. And in case you didn't figure it up and out, we love interacting with you. So again, right in that sidebar on the webpage, you can get to any of our social media websites, follow us, like us, share our content. That's a great way to help support us for free as well. But now, let's get to what you guys really want to hear about, and it's the week. Week 10 Real Housewives of Orange County blogs. And first up is Vicky with her blog called Vicky Empathizes with Shannon. It was sad for me to see Shannon, who I care about so much, be in such a vulnerable and sad place in this episode. One thing I have learned throughout my marriage issues is we as women have to be able to lean on others for support and in doing so, trust the ones that we share private information with to be just that, private. Shannon learned the hard way that by sharing that intimate email with Tamara that she had no idea what would happen from there. Okay, Eric speaking. She didn't share it with Tamara. She shared it with all of America in front of cameras. Just saying. So, what am I missing? Anywho, looking back at this all unfold, I truly believe that Tamara did not mean any ill intent when sharing what she knew about Shannon's marriage to Heather. I don't think Tamara was gossiping to stir things up. I think she was merely telling Heather so possibly Heather would show compassion towards Shannon. Hindsight, I know. Tamara feels that she probably should have kept this information private between themselves, and she is sorry and remorseful. Tamara, having kept this... um, 
Tamara sharing the email that David wrote to Shannon with Heather was probably not one of the best moves to make considering Heather and Shannon's rocky relationship. I was disappointed that Heather shared this information with other women, as there was no reason to do that. Sometimes things are left best kept quiet, and this is one of those times. I think Heather learned her lesson and feels bad too. I really under I really didn't understand this robo baby that Tamara wanted to get Eddie to get with Eddie. It was clear to me that Eddie wasn't feeling the need or desire to have a child, as Tamara's four are, I'm sure, enough for him to help her raise. Tamara's in her late 40s, while Eddie is in his early 40s and has a very demanding and successful business that I don't see having a baby will fit into. I don't know if a robo-baby is a true depiction of what real-life baby will be like for the both of them. I just know that by having my grandson Troy around, they sure do keep busy, and that's why I believe we are best being younger parents when we have the energy to devote 110% to raising them to be responsible and educated adults. Personally, I don't think a baby is going to fill any voids Tamara is having by sharing custody with Simon. I think that shared custody she has with Simon gives Tamara and Eddie their alone time, which is what every newly married couple needs. By the way, happy first anniversary to happy first anniversary this week to both of you. I wish you an amazing long marriage and thank you for allowing me to be a bridesmaid in your wedding last year. It was simply spectacular. I feel that I've learned so much from my marriage to Don and that we could have both done things differently to have saved it in um, my and it's my mission to educate others struggling. I told Shannon if I can help her and David stop the anger, the emptiness, the expectations, the picking at each other through my life experiences, then I feel I came into their life for a reason. And not just a season. I decided to bring Brooks to to my annual trip and condo in Puerto Vallarta for 10 days, and we had a great time. My brother Billy and his girlfriend Rhonda came as well, and David and Shannon a few days after we got there, which you'll see them arrive in next week's episode. One of my favorite things to do is get a morning massage on the balcony of my penthouse. Things none of us reading this, listening to this podcast will probably ever say. I can't believe the camera guys filmed um, me turning over and blurred out my top part. They told me they turned their backs towards me and weren't filming, but obviously they were. Ugh, so embarrassing. Sorry about that, as I had not expected it to air. Ooh, Vicky is pissed. Brooks comments to me that he was turned on by holding my hand was nothing more than him being sweet. Some of you may have found it inappropriate, but it's flattering to me that he's attracted to me. Don't we all want to feel loved and reaffirm that we are attractive? Once you know, it's all about your love language and affirmation. And once you know your love language, it's easier to decide who you match up good with. The five love languages are physical touch, affirmation, acts of service, gift giving, and quality time. I'm not into PDA or public physical touch, and I'm attracted by affirmation. Some people take affirmation as corny or weird. However, I'm attracted to it. David and Shannon and I had discussions about this more in detail next week, but for this week's episode, I thought I would just touch on it. So don't forget to visit my website, and thank you for all your support this season. I hope you're enjoying it so far. Two more weeks, and Brianna will be due and have her baby. 
I'm heading back to Oklahoma to be there with her for 10 days to help out. My mother will be joining me as well. So it'll be nice to have four generations together to celebrate the birth of this baby. Wishing you all a safe and happy summer. Love, Vicky. And thank God, thus concludes the really boring and repeating everything we already saw. Bravo blog of Vicky. <laughs> so let's move over to someone I hope is going to at least make me laugh a little. And it's... Did you guess Shannon? Because if you guess Shannon, you're right. Uh, with her blog called, Can I Ever Trust Tamara Again? I'm having trouble finding the words for this episode. Things happened, and I didn't think they were possible. I went through a three-day period where I felt ambushed at every turn. So, let's dive in. Before I went to Tamara's house, I had told her that David sent me an email suggesting that he move out. He never suggested divorce, and it was so upsetting that Tamara exaggerates this in her interviews and to Heather. Also, to set the record straight, David apologized for sending the email to me 24 hours later. Tamara left a luncheon with Heather, and I went to her home right after that. Heather stayed at the restaurant and met some friends of hers. David sent me a text telling me that Tamara had betrayed my confidence with Heather. You see, Tamara denying that she said anything to Heather... You see Tamara denying that she said anything to Heather. In her interview, Tamara states that she would never tell Heather anything about me because we were enemies, and why would I go tell Heather Dubrow anything about the enemy? That would make me look like a big, giant a-hole. But she did tell Heather, and I told Tamara that I believed her 100%, because in my mind, there was no way my new friend would betray me like that. But she did. A few days later, when Tamara realized I knew the truth, she asked to meet me. She explained that she told Heather about my argument with David and his email in an effort to create sympathy for me. This excuse makes no sense because if I were, if it truly were her intent, she did not have to give all of the details and inaccurate ones at that. I have multiple issues going on at the same time with Tamara. First of all, she betrayed my confidence. Second, she looked into my eyes and lied to me. And finally, she gave incredibly personal information to someone I would have not confided in. I didn't want a false rumor to start around town that my husband was leaving me. I couldn't imagine what such a rumor would do to my children. While Heather certainly doesn't owe me anything, I was hopeful that if we had a conversation mother to mother, she would confirm the truth that Tamara told her about the email David sent me. Pick a side versus pick a lane. They mean the same thing and maybe you feel differently. I have never in my life been asked to leave a home or any public place. I was physically and emotionally exhausted when I arrived to Heather's home. I didn't have the energy to argue with her, let alone yell at her. I was disturbing for me to see Terry standing in the background with various expressions on his face. I never even knew he was there. Heather states, if you told Tamara about an email and if Tamara repeated that information to me, why are you mad at me? The easy answer, I wasn't mad at Heather. I wanted to know if Tamara had repeated what I had said in complete confidence. I understand Heather's loyalty to Tamara and that my expectation of learning the truth may have been very unrealistic. However, my conversation with Heather did not warrant the treatment I received. And I just have to say, in lyric speaking, I completely agree. Like, I love Heather, and normally I, I do really like Shannon, too, even though she's batshit crazy. And why I love her is because she's batshit crazy. I can't talk today. Um, 
But I'm on her side for this one. I really don't feel like Shannon did anything wrong at Heather's house. But you guys comment in the section below and let me know what you think. Moreover, I'm dumbfounded that Heather would tell Tamara that I never apologized for what happened at my Christmas party. As you saw, I said I was sorry more than once. Heather says that she texted me after I was told to exit her house. She absolutely did. Why would I, under, under, under any circumstance, respond to a text that was sent five minutes after I was kicked out of someone's home? This was an emotional episode for me, and I'm most upset about Tamara's betrayal and the fact that she could look me in the eye and lie to my face. I appreciate that she owned what she did and took responsibility for it, but I don't know if I can ever trust her again. On a more positive note, receiving the email has put tremendous focus on what's most important, and that's my marriage. David and I have a long, bumpy road ahead, but I'm hopeful that some of you can relate to our ride and create some life-changing lessons. The drama keeps coming, so be sure to tune in next week. And thus concludes the Bravo blog of Shannon. So next up is Lizzie with her blog called Can't Blame Shannon for Doing What She Did. It's finally summer, and I hope everyone had a great weekend. I love summertime, the days are long, the nights are warm, and there's a laid-back feeling in the air. I'm looking forward to some traveling and spending time with family and friends. This week's episode is so intense, to say the least. For me, watching the episode brought more clarity to Shannon's situation regarding the email from her husband, David. During the time all this drama was going down, I heard everyone's side of the story, but I was still confused as to what was really happening. I didn't know exactly what went down. What I knew was that Shannon had confided in Tamara about an email, I knew that Shannon was upset that Heather was talking about her and this supposed email, and I didn't know exactly what Shannon had disclosed to Tamara, and I didn't know exactly what happened when Shannon confronted Heather. I saw Shannon was very upset, but I didn't know the extent of it all. I really did not think that Tamara would have told Heather about the email. Everyone knows Shannon and Heather don't have the best relationship, and for obvious reasons, telling Heather about Shannon's situation doesn't add up to a good idea. However, it happened. I really do wish Shannon would... I really do wish Shannon didn't go to Heather's house to confront her. That obviously didn't go over well. However, that happened too. And I'm not directly involved with this situation, but because Shannon and Heather both share their sides of the story with me, and because I care about bo them both, I feel the need to comment on it. I really feel that the issue is between Shannon and Tamara, Shannon and David, and not Shannon and Heather. I can't blame Shannon for doing anything she did. When you're upset, you're emotional, and you just want answers. My heart goes out to Shannon because she felt betrayed by a friend, and I know that people were talking about her marriage. Neither of those are good things, and it's scary when you don't really know who to talk to. Um, this week, you briefly see me at my doctor's office. It's no secret that Christian and I um, have two boys and that we want another baby. I think it would be so much fun to have a little girl. And of course, we talk about the supposed tricks for gender selection. I got pregnant with both of my boys very easily and had great pregnancies. I would never mess with God and try to get a girl scientifically. I completely believe in fate and that God has a plan for our family. But you sometimes wonder if there's any truth to those theories out there on gender selection. Many of the theories out there are from doctors, i.e. Dr. Shettles, so it was interesting for me to hear from my doctor that they have all been disproven. I would be happy to have either a boy or a girl. And Christian has always wanted three kids, and I think three boys would be fun. I really love being a mom to boys. 
It's summertime and it's a very busy time for me and I'm in the business of bikinis. Sun Kitten Swimwear is my swimwear line and I'm happy to announce that the line is available online at mollybrownswimwear.com. Um, so follow me there and I'll see you guys next week. Thus concludes the Bravo blog of Lizzie. So I think ding, 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 it's time to ring the fight bell and we should switch over to Heather and hear her blog called Heather is Sorry, the Fight with Shannon Happened. Let's get right into this. The email. When Tamara and I were at Fig and Olive having lunch, she told me things that weren't weren't good between Shannon and David and told me that I that he had written her a bad email. When I left her, I went to a dinner in the other room with a group of women. They asked me what happened at my lunch with Tamara. They were very happy to hear that we had made up because they knew how upset I had been about the breakdown and our friendship. They had then asked if I had heard from Shannon after what happened at her holiday party weeks earlier. I said no, but apparently things weren't good with her and David, and he sent her some funky email and let's just give her a break. Basically, exactly what Tamara had said to me. Should I have said anything at all? Probably not. Was it said in a gossipy, malicious way? Definitely not. The conversation was no longer than a minute or two. Unfortunately, one of the ladies present texted under the table to her friend that this conversation happened. The person she texted is a lady friend of David Beaters, which is how the story got back to him so quickly. Tamara has told me many personal things over the year. I am a very good secret keeper. Shannon has also told me some very sensitive personal things since and that I have never repeated. Not even a Terry. I was told about an email on camera, so I assumed it wasn't a topic that was off limits. Shannon stops by. Shannon and I agreed to talk privately when there was an issue between us and not involve the rest of the group. However, less than 24 hours later, Shannon was talking to me, was taking me to task at her holiday party in front of everyone. I was so upset when I left that night, and Shannon seemed very happy about the situation. She even told Tamara how proud she was of her for the way she spoke to me about Good Day LA. That was the last time I had seen or spoken to Shannon. Shannon chose to put trouble chose to put her troubled marriage on TV and expose her children to all that comes with it. I didn't do that to her. The night of Shannon's party, she said to Tamara that she thinks I'm a liar, so why would she come to my house and ask me for the truth about anything? Tamara and I had been at odds for months, and things were finally okay. Was I supposed to throw her under the bus for Shannon, a person who admittedly doesn't like me very much and thinks I'm a liar, so she could run back to Tamara and say, Heather told me? It felt like a setup. I was so angry about the whole scene at Shannon's holiday party that I couldn't see past those feelings. Here's another difference between Shannon Beater and Heather Debro. Shannon loves to talk about me to anyone and everyone that will listen. Every time she's with other ladies, she initiates a conversation about me. I'm tired of being judged by her. It all gets back to me, so forgive me if my knee-jerk reaction to Shannon showing up at my door isn't sorry, can I help you? Having said all that, I didn't have the knowledge of what was truly going on with Shannon. I didn't know how much pain she was in and how bad things were. Had I known, I would have approached the situation differently. When Shannon left, I felt terrible. I asked her to leave because the conversation was going in circles and I could hear my kids in the room, which meant they could hear what I was saying. I wasn't comfortable with this, and that's why I asked her to leave. After she left, I texted her telling her I was sorry she was upset. 
I never heard from her. Not that I blame her after seeing the extent of her pain. Shannon, I'm sorry for what happened. I couldn't see past what had gone on with me to see what was truly going on with you, and I hope you can forgive me. I was happy to see that David and Shannon are communicating and using this unfortunate incident as a learning tool. Terry and I definitely had our share of bumps in the road, and this is truly a time to test what your marriage is made of. So until next week, be sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram and heatherdebro.com for behind-the-scenes photos and informations of me and the whole Debro family. And thus concludes the Bravo blog of Heather, which I'm going to say, I don't know. Now I totally get Heather's side. I wasn't really on Heather's side, um, but now I get it. I get so she because I don't think Shannon was bad when she came to her house at all. But Heather was just clearly um, projecting and upset about all the other stuff. So now that makes more sense. But you know what I'm going to say, right? Let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. As we move over to our last Real Housewives of Orange County blog from Tamra called, I feel like a jerk for lying to Shannon. Tamra's another one that, oh, these days, it's like, just shut up. Whatever. Here it goes. I totally lied to Shannon and I feel like a jerk. Shannon called me the day before she came over and told me about the email. She was crying so hard and I told her she needed to talk to come over anytime. When I was at lunch with Heather, I asked Heather to give Shannon a break because I knew she wasn't in a good place and she was having some issues in her marriage. Heather asked me in a very concerned way, what is going on? Is Shannon okay? I then told her that David sent her an email. I asked her please not to repeat it to anyone. I just wanted to explain to Heather why Shannon needed our support. Heather has never been the type of person to gossip. I've shared many secrets with her and she has done the same with me. It's just not in her character to repeat something that was told to her in confidence. It was not like we were sitting at a table making fun of her and her marriage issues. It was two concerned friends worried about their new friend and what they were dealing with. Yes, but I take total blame for it all. I should have never told anyone and I feel really bad about it. What, what I, when I said that Shannon was drinking a lot, it's because every time we're together, she was drinking vodka. Like Danielle said, if I drank vodka like that, I'd pass out after the second one. Don't get me wrong, we all like to have a glass of wine and champagne, and there is nothing wrong with that, but I felt like her drinking was excessive. And for the record, I never said she was a drunk or an alcoholic like Shannon shared. I have been in Shannon's shoes before, so I relate to Shannon. Four and a half years ago, I was in a similar situation in my marriage. I had made bad choices and lashed out at people that didn't deserve it. When Shannon showed up at my house and she was telling me more about the email and how heartbroken she was, it killed me to see her so hurt. So when the text message from David came in that she showed me and I thought, what the hell, Heather would never do that. I knew there was no way Heather would have told anyone about our conversation. When Shannon asked me, did you tell Heather, I panicked and I lied to her. At that moment, I was in shock. I wanted to talk to Heather and find out about what happened. We all know how things get twisted. Shannon left my house and I sat there thinking about what happened and I knew that I needed to be honest with her. I called her 15 minutes after she left to tell her the truth, but she would not pick up. I tried a few more times the next day and she wouldn't return my calls. I was so upset with myself and never once blamed Heather. I would have kept my mouth shut and never told Heather this private info. Uh, it would have never have gotten back to David. I learned a very big lesson. 
It took a lot of guts for Shannon to go over to Heather's house and confront her. I also understand where Heather is coming from. Last time she saw Shannon at her holiday party, it didn't go very well. So I'm sure Heather felt like she owed Shannon nothing. Shannon claimed she was thrown out of the house, but I'm not sure that's the way it really went. I'll admit, Heather did not have much compassion for Shannon, but Heather never yelled at her or kicked her out of her house. I don't want to judge Heather for what she did. We all have our moments. Dinner with Shannon was a bit awkward in the beginning, and it was important for me to let Shannon know that I did tell her that Heather, that I did tell Heather, and I lied and it bothered me. I wanted her to know that we were not sitting down at lunch making fun of her problems and there was nothing I can do to take it back. But I knew the first step to making it better was to sit down with Shannon and explain to her why I told Heather and that I was sorry. Eddie and I have gone back and forth about taking about talking about babies. Before we got married, Eddie expressed he would like to have a child of his own. So since we got married, I have had that in the back of my head and well, I couldn't let it go. I'm very happy and content with my four kids, but afraid that if I didn't give Eddie his own baby, that he would always regret it. Now, that's just me, always worrying about the future. After getting married and opening Cut Fitness, our lives have changed so much. We are so busy with the kids, work, and school that we have no spare time. So I thought it would be a great idea to get a real care baby infant simulator to see how it would fit into our lives. Eddie thought I was crazy, but I have seen it done at high schools, and from what I've learned, it's the closest thing to a real baby. It's a great way to test drive a baby and see how your life will change. Boy, did I forget about those sleepless nights, no showers, ponytails, and wanting to leave the house. So stay tuned to find out what happens after one week with Astro. Clearly, Eddie was in charge of naming this little boy. And thus concludes the Bravo blog. Of Tamra. <laughs> well, that about wraps up our Bravo blogs from the ladies for this week. Now, don't forget to check out the other Bravo blogs being read to you by me over on our website, yourrealityrecaps.com slash bravo. And hey, you should also know John is doing video vlogs as well that you can see over on our website or our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash realityrecaps. And if you watch them over there, thumbs up and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Do you know why? Because it helps support us a lot, too. And of course, Zach and our other bloggers are also blogging The Real Housewives. So we got you guys covered no matter how you want to get your Bravo content. And of course, all of it is over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash bravo. But did you know Bravo shows aren't the only ones we cover? Oh, that's right. We also do Big Brother, Survivor, Amazing Race, The Bachelorette, RuPaul's, new shows like The Quest and Utopia. We will be covering Opposite Worlds, so much more. You just need to go head over to our website, yourrealityrecaps.com, to check out all of our exclusive content, cast interviews, live streaming parties, and so much more that you guys are not going to find anywhere else. And of course, if If you want to support us, well, listen to the start of this podcast again, because I told you all the ways you can. So until next week, when we're back with the next round of the Ladies Housewives blogs, I'll see you guys all soon. Bye for now, everybody.